0: Okay. Okay. So, uh, I I have thought about this for an intro. I'm just gonna start saying words, and that's gonna be the intro. We can try again in a different episode. Is that okay with you two?
1: Sure. Yes. Okay. 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 And we can edit in like a clip if there's, like, if we want a real intro.
0: Yeah. Sure. Okay. But but. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a Schwaish Schwarbridge, a Batman, Bat fan, Bat review, Bat pod, Bat cast. Uh, I'm I'm Will.
1: Hi, Will. I'm Jack.
0: Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Who's this guy? And Will. I'm not going to say. What a mystery! If only we knew a detective who could solve mysteries. Well, look it's no Batman. more than Detective yeah.
2: Comics 34 38. Well, I I I was reading. I was reading um 34 just 5 minutes oh. ago. Um I did read 38, but I read 34.
0: Okay, good. Okay, good. So, yeah, this is a Batman Review podcast. Uh, today we have a few subjects to go over. I guess you've just picked which one we're going to start on, Quentin. Shall we start with Detective Comics 38? I would Why do don't we why
1: don't we go over the the general format?
0: Okay, yeah, that's that's a good idea. So, um, we're going to start, and, you know, we've already done that. You heard our fantastic intro. Um, so, we have three topics for today. The show will be broken up into three segments. We're going to start with, you know, one of them, and then when we think we've set our fill on it, we'll move on to the next one, and then on to the next topic. We have an issue of Detective Comics, Det- Detective Comics 38 to be specific. Uh, then we have an episode of Batman Beyond, uh season one episode four. And then we're gonna have a brief discussion on Batman tropes.
1: So yeah, as you can see from that, we are willing to tackle in a eclectic uh mediums of as long as it's related to Batman, it's fair game. <laughs> nothing is safe. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is nothing is off limits for us. <laughs>
0: Okay, <clears throat> so shall we start with 38? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, uh, a brief description. Uh, the title of this issue is Detective Comics 38. Batman Presents the Sensational Character Find of 1940, Robin the Boy Wonder. <laughs> uh, a brief description. Um, I just said description, but it was written by Bill Finger, Jerry Siegel, Garden Fox, Chaz Grothkopf, Jack Linton, Rick Martin, and yeah, those are all the people who wrote this issue. Because there's more than one story, but we're just reading the Batman one.
2: Yeah, you you know what really surprised me?
0: What surprised you?
2: I was really, I really did not think that Robin was introduced this early in just just the like this is thirty eight. There are thousands of yeah. of issues of Detective
1: Comics. This, this comic is from April 1940
0: yeah
2: Christ
0: he's yeah his like Robin's anniversaries are always only one year after Batman's like he's, he's very recent, like you know he's right on his tail
1: <laughs> one thing I love about the uh, title of this is um, the sensational character Find of 1940 as if Robin already existed they just had to find
2: him <laughs> yeah he, he <laughs> existed somewhere <laughs> they found him. This issue actually existed somewhere in the office for like, uh, they they printed it a year ago, um, and and they finally found it underneath a fucking like couch somewhere.
0: I agree, that's very surprising. You know what I found surprising?
2: What
1: did you find surprising?
0: The fact that Tony Zuko looked like a frog.
1: A that actually frog? that, that doesn't surprise like me at all. Um, yeah, just oh like, yeah, he kind of does look like a frog. I just looked at the his introduction panel.
0: Yeah. It's 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 very surprising because I hadn't like this is the first time I've read this issue, but in my head he looks like how he does in like Batman the Animated Series, where he's just like a typical kind of mobster. He still looks like that, but in this, it's very frog-like.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) So why don't we uh why don't we go over the the plot start from the start from the beginning and
0: well it's it starts with our introduction to Haley's Circus, uh, where we see a little boy named Dick Grayson and his parents who are introduced on the same panel that they fall to their death.
2: Yep, yeah, there is there is no other panel. Other well, I
1: assume the same thing happened with Batman's parents though. I, I believe so <laughs> yeah Well, there are actually <laughs> two panels for them. Oh, they get they get one more. John and Mary,
0: and so after after Robin's parents tragically die because Haley Circus did not play pay Tony Zuko protection money, um, he is adopted by Batman, and is trained to fight crime and then helps solves the case, because uh, Batman did not know it was Tony Zuko at first. And then he helps Batman take down the goons at a skyscraper that was under construction. Did I miss anything?
1: Mm. Is it true that he did not know it was Tony Zuko at first? I, th- I think when Batman first gets in the car with Robin, he says, like, it's all, it's all Tony Zuko.
0: Yeah, You th- might be correct. That sounds right, actually.
2: No, I think, I think what he said was, you, you don't want to go to the police. This entire area is covered with Zuko goons and they will kill you. Nice. So, so he really, definitely Robin did know. Except <laughs> okay, well then,
0: then, I guess the whole detective solving part of this is very pointless. Oh yes, oh, oh, this yes.
1: is a this is a it's not an action comics issue, but this is definitively an action story,
0: yeah. rather than a detective one. One hundred percent. I one thing that I love. Oh, oh, Quentin, you go first?
2: No, no, because mine, mine is more, mine is more of a deviation segment uh, type thing. So what was, was mine. Oh. Well, I was going to bring up the fact that th- this has just kind of become the very basic Dick Grayson Robin story. What, how do you think this 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 first jaunt into it ranks um, among all of the different sort of interpretations that have been done on it over the years?
0: Well, it's not as good as Batman Forever, Robin. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Was that was that a serious, or was that a goof? No, that was a sarcasm. Okay. That was a cool sarcasm I did.
1: I don't know. I, think... I feel like he's not angsty enough in this. Uh, like he is in Batman forever.
2: Yeah. I think his inclusion in the Batman. Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I uh... Just be clear for the for for posterity, as there is a new movie coming out called The Batman. Oh what no! Piece of media are you referring to when you say The Batman? I'm
2: referring to the <laughs> early 2000s um, animated cartoon The Batman.
0: I want to make it very clear to any and all who may be listening. When we say the Batman, we will never be talking about the new movie.
2: Never, ever, ever. Until it, has we will be come calling
0: out. it the new Batman movie. Yes, we the will new not Batman be calling movie. it the Batman.
2: Even, even when we are in our twilight years and thirty other <laughs> Batman movies have come out, we will be calling it the new Batman movie. Yeah.
0: Yep. I forgot what your question was, Quentin. But should should I say what I was going to say, or do you no, want to no, repeat your question? Well.
2: I because I think that you have consumed our, our resident expert. You have consumed enough uh, bat bat batmanium um, to know most of, if not all of, just just the different Dick Grayson origin variations. Um, and and I I was just asking uh, how you thought this ranks. Like uh, I think it, I
0: think it's very good. It's you know it's the original and. You know, they, 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 I'm glad it's Tony Zuko, because Batman Forever, which is not good, I made a joke, (laughs) it's not good. They replaced it with Two-Face, and then, like, Two-Face is the villain of that movie, and they don't do anything with it. Yep. I think it's good to make it Zuko, who is, he dies at the end of this. He does. Yeah, they're, they're like, we're going to send you to the, to to the electric chair. chair." Yeah. Can I give you the exact...
1: Oh, oh yes, please give this. I the
0: want to give you the exact quote because I wrote it down because I thought it was hilarious. Um, let's see, where did I put it? Frick. Oh yeah, he says he's, he says something along the lines of like, "I had that boy bring a camera so we could like catch you pushing the guy off the building." Boss Zuko, your boss will be the electric chair, and that's what Batman says.
2: Jeez.
1: I, I think going off of that we can talk about the fact that this comic is clearly predates the no kill
0: rule. Yeah, oh, was, very yeah. much so.
1: And Robin Robin is shown to kick someone off of a high building. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I took, I took a screenshot of that. I was um oh, man. um also uh who who was it? But like the guy who Tony Zuko pushes off the skyscraper, they don't save him. No. The the panel there's the panel of Robin like like filming it on the camera. Batman and Robin both let him fall.
1: Observe and report. They don't they don't intervene. <laughs> they just gotta get the evidence to put Tony Zuko into the electric chair. It's well okay. Not, that guy's life means nothing to Batman.
0: I I wanna I wanna go on a tangent real quick. Just very quick. Of course. About at the start of this, there is Batman. Uh-huh. And like Dick Grayson's parents have just died seconds before. Oh. And wait. Batman just walks in. Yeah. Like he was already there. And is like, don't go to the police. And then they get in the old Batmobile, which I love because it's just a red car. Well. And I. It's very funny. What if.
2: Are you saying that Bruce Wayne, billionaire extraordinaire, is not allowed
0: to enjoy the circus? I'm just, here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. I think it's one hell of a coincidence (laughs) that Dick Grayson's parents died and Batman was already there waiting to adopt a kid and then it happened again with Jason Todd because Jason Todd's original origin story was that he was a circus performer whose parents died. I think Batman does this on purpose to get Robbins. You're suggesting
1: he collaborated with Tony Zuko.
0: Of course I am.
2: So there are two possibilities here either either he is he is collaborating with all of these mob bosses uh, to kill the parents of, of young teenagers or and this is the second option, we do have a, a Batman does have a superpower that we have all neglected and it is being able to see into the into the time stream uh, and only specifically pick out the moments that um, teenage boys parents die. Of course. Well, maybe
1: he's just a circus aficionado. You ever thought about that? I mean, that's I the, that's, that's the canonical. That that so if we accept uh, the Jason Todd and the Dick Grayson story, then that is the canonical description of Batman. Is that he just enjoys Bruce Wayne just enjoys circuses and goes alone often that he went alone he did not bring anyone n-
2: not not even a date no <laughs> and that actually does uh sort of segue into something i've been thinking about for the show can we keep a running list of all of the things that we retroactively are um confirming as uh as a part of um of the batman canon
0: i i actually really wanted to do this i have one in mind but it sounds like you do too so you you shoot
2: no, I was just I was just talking about um keep keeping that running list and, and maybe a document somewhere and adding um Bruce Wayne circus aficionado. You
0: yeah, you know what we else should we should add? Oh, what else? Yeah. Um, he smokes a lot in this issue. Really, every panel he's not in the Batman costume, he does have a pipe in his mouth.
2: That, except for oh. the ones where he's training
0: yeah true
2: our our young our young robin man
0: i count those as bat as he's batman
1: i guess it was 1940 i mean
0: it
2: was it's not yeah batman smoker also what is this panel of him swearing dick grayson in as robin by candlelight (laughs) (laughs) taking the oath of office they could be anywhere right now i don't kn- like the location of where this is taking place is one of the most mind-boggling mysteries that has ever graced my uh graced my cranium
0: yeah we we've, we've talked enough about story the art in this is not great guys no
2: no
1: oh yeah i especially like the jujitsu panel where neither batman nor robin have a face No, nope. <laughs> where uh, batman is teaching robin jiu-jitsu
0: <laughs> you know what what my favorite panel in this whole issue is what it's when batman just for, i don't i don't even i do not comprehend how this ties into the plot he just starts beating up like some of tony zuko's like goons and he goes into a casino and he throws three <laughs> different tables he literally picks up there's a frame of him lifting up like a backgammon table or whatever <laughs> and just throwing it across the room and then he does it again
2: so i think
1: my and favorite people are
2: picking up the money oh people are picking that's... Up yeah. <laughs> that's noteworthy i think my favorite part of this entire thing um is is the panel uh where he does have the roulette table um flying through the air with it Uh, as as if he is some superman like god figure like that's not how physics work at all
0: that is exactly my favorite and the best part is the next panel when he's throwing it he's like throwing it left to right Mm -hmm. despite having lifted it over his head meaning that he lifted it above his head and carried it around like that then lowered it to his side and threw it
2: I I don't get that at all but that does that does go into Jack Jack the panel you were talking about earlier where the people are picking up the money and it does have my favorite um, unnamed background character uh, this this gentleman here with the incredibly detailed face.
0: <laughs> um, I'm looking right at him. I know who you're talking about. Who
2: seems to have soaked up all of the other facial detail uh, out of every single other character in the issue. Um, and just looks.
1: Do you want to read out this guy's... Uh, are you looking at the panel right now? I am.
0: Would you like me it? to read it? <laughs> quentin,
2: quentin. You can just read out what he says.
0: Quentin, go for it.
2: A hundred dollar bill. Whoopee! Here's my chance to get back what I lost. Wait, is that is that wait? Who yeah, are him. you
0: thinking of, Jack? Because that's, that's who we him. were both that's looking. Him.
1: At. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, yeah, that's him. But yeah, he's a he's a beautiful man. He's he, he, I love him. He's he's in the he's in the he's in the A list.
0: You can't blame that guy for taking all of the face like design, because <laughs> every tan like like panel of Tony Zuko. Like, it, it looks It looks like, to make a Batman reference for a second, it looks like Clayface. Yep. Like, this is not the face a normal human should have, but there's so much detail into the nothing.
2: It looks like every single oil baron in every single political cartoon at once. That's that's what I think it looks like. <laughs> it's from a 1940
1: cartoon where he's, like, holding a bag that says, like wealth like wealth yeah he looks
0: like a <laughs> he looks like a captain planet villain
2: yep so we have had a nice a nice grand old time with um our our fun buddy detective comics uh 38 38 i th- i was about to say 28 and then i was like that's not right 38 um but but shall we move on to jack's jack's segment
1: I, I guess it's a bit of a, if we, if we're gonna call it my segment.
0: <laughs> uh, it was yes. your it was your suggestion. Was your, this was topic pack. was suggested by Jack. Yes, this yeah. was. And by the way, the by the way, the first one was suggested by me by Will.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'll go ahead and introduce our next section. Uh, so, uh, my suggestion was Batman Beyond, the 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 <laughs> '90s uh, animated series, uh, featuring Terry McGinnis as Batman. <laughs> Uh, season one, episode four, called Golem, Golem. And, and the reason I chose this episode is it has—I believe this episode has some kind of specifically the character introduces as a kind of uh I kind of legacy I think in in internet culture that few other uh, C-list Batman villains have. Oh. Uh, oh, C-list
0: is a touch generous, I'd
1: say. <laughs> you mean maybe D-list? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you mean incel? You mean that he's. <laughs> Yes, I do. Mean either, <laughs> so.
0: For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Willie Watt, the I'm greatest really. qu- fictional character to ever exist. He is like the most nerd design a nerd character can have.
1: His haircut is indescribable. You'll have to look up his haircut if you've never seen it. Uh, it's in-
0: Just it's watch insane. this episode, please.
2: I- yeah, I. Doing. i think i think that willy watts what what is a wonderful d- dark mirror to um well well just at least at least my uh willy watt is how i think everyone sees me i'm gonna come out i'm gonna come out here and say oh, wow. that i think um That's- i need an explanation Quentin. Well, let me just let me just you really say that. have that low self-esteem, or, or, or he are is. Are you a fan of He is the self-insert of the one person on the crew of Batman Beyond that hated themselves. Like, you, you have to have some darkness in your soul to write a character that incredibly pathetic. I, I do not. I watching watching him just get dicked over. One event after another, just by every single other person in his life, and and then he was just like he was not. I could not sympathize with him. Is what I'm trying to say. He, was, I don't think. No, you're, I think he's you're supposed
0: a, to at first, but he 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 goes off the rails pretty hard, very
1: quickly, very quickly. He, uh, I, I can go ahead and give a rundown of the plot if, for uh, those who. That would be that. great. No, yes,
0: Actually, yes. before before you do so. I would like to read the description from the from HBO Max. Oh, yes, please. <clears throat> you guys ready?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: An insecure teenager takes revenge against his tormentors using a living statue known as the Golem. That's not exactly what happens. Nope. nope. Living statue implies that it's not just a robot he has. Well...
1: There is some weirdness with the actual statue that we can get to, like what, how, to what extent it is living, and to what extent it is just a robot. Um,
0: so give us an explanation, Jack.
1: Okay. So feel free to jump in whenever.
2: Um, but
1: this uh this episode uh begins with with our with our uh villain Willie Watt uh before he's become a villain, he's asking a girl named Blade. And he's asking to kinda have like he wants to he wants to he's clearly got something going on with this girl. He clearly wants to like facts. Yeah, he clearly wants to go on a date with her eventually. But he at first he just is asking her if, if she needs any help with her studies and so he's he's offering to become her tutor. But uh she does not but but this is interrupted by the coming in of of who I, I, I don't know if it's exactly fair to this say it's her boyfriend like it's kind of her boyfriend uh the the and on and, and,
0: and, and, and on again off again kind of thing yeah nelson
1: nash himself the legend the man the myth the legend nelson nash
0: and jad <laughs>
2: <laughs> well well jack my mistake mistaken here when i say that uh that we have a we have a Schwe watch in order maybe oh, oh i yes, have it do. yes <laughs> I, I I wrote down the Shway outfit because that's what
1: they uh. say. Who, I don't remember who says that to who.
0: I didn't write down what he said, but our Shway count is one and our Twip count is five.
1: Oh, the if- Twip count goes off the roof in this episode. <laughs> it's <is> so <laughs> high. This is one of the best, best episodes for saying Twip ever. Yeah, if, if you I'm don't not... know, Batman Beyond is set in the future, and they use a lot of uh, future <laughs> lingo, such as "schwe," which is the uh, the title word of this podcast, and
0: and we'll get to "schwarbig," but no one explained it.
1: Not yet. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll get to "schwarbig." We're keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Terry Terry McGinnis, the new Batman, who was taken over from, from Bruce Wayne. Um, he comes up and he he kind of rescues Terry because Nelson Nash apparently really? feer, fears. Oh. He, he yeah, he rescues yeah. Willie. My apologies. And also Nash <laughs> seems to fear Terry in this, which is pretty funny to me. I don't it know also why. It's kind Terry,
0: of out of character. It does not like play like that usually. Yeah. No.
1: But yeah, Terry comes so Terry Terry is is a benevolent guy in this episode. Terry is a very uh He's a very in this character he in this in this episode. He he is he is very nice to Willie at, at every opportunity. Um until he ends up Fighting but he, he is not he is not a bully he is a he's a stand-up man terry i'm so glad um but but then willie uh willie after this bully he's telling his dad about this willie's dad is quite an important character in this episode
0: i don't remember his name but you
1: are correct no i don't know if it's even stated it might be stated but it it's it's Willie's dad is, is the character and and he just he just dunks on Willie he's just like you gotta you suck Willie you gotta like you gotta show these guys uh who are bullying you you gotta stand up to them you gotta hit them where it hurts is what he says. And So Willie takes this to me and Willie's dad is the guy who owns the the eponymous golem. He's like mm-hmm. like a construction manager who uses this big golem robot to construct things.
2: So if we could get a little bit more of a description on the golem itself and its its functionality, what it what it what it just sort of is the the mechanics behind okay. it.
0: So oh, no, go ahead. Will. So it is a construction robot that is designed to help build skyscrapers. It, it you know it lifts heavy material. It puts steel beams in place. Um, it's 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 actually not spelled geo. GOLEM which is you know how the episode is titled it's GLM Gal- galvanic lifter machine uh also for some reason it has like rocket arms and a flamethrower and they don't yeah, really the explain that The flamethrower really
1: stood out to me. I don't know why it's a, it's not just a a, a standard size flamethrower. This robot is very large and the flamethrower is Itself very very large and
0: puts. Up. It's like it's like a like a wall of fire. Like the, you cannot justify like oh it's for welding. Nope. Nope. That was like a laser beam. Yep. It's and, an attack robot. And
1: yeah, and I'd like to hear you all's thought on this golem um, because it's very the essential crux of this episode is the fact that the golem is controlled by your mind. Like you have mm-hmm. like a. Earth, you have, and, a, you have a you have a magic helmet. Yeah, and what you do, like if you move your hands, like the golem moves its hands. I, I this is future technology, so we can't talk about how it works, but it is semi uh, very strange how the it ends up affecting Willie's brain later on in the episode. Like, it's it's just a very strange piece of technology, the golem oh. control set. The golem oh, itself yes, makes yeah. sense. It's a big robot that can shoot fire if it if wants to. That, that, that checks out. But the, the,
0: the control method is very interesting. Whoa. So, yeah, you, you control it by moving however you move, the robot also moves. Mm-hmm. And then w- when Willie uses the golem to destroy the bully's car, and then Terry McGinnis Batman throws a bomb in its eye, Willie's brain gets electrocuted, and now he can control the golem without needing the helmet.
2: Which is something I have. Is kind of that's kind of a trope that I have always sort of. Never. Questioned and und- no, I've always questioned. I've never understood how in in a lot of you know, of course, mostly animated um things the well, damaging the robot or the machine or whatever, somehow feeds back and destroys the control mechanism? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense.
0: It doesn't. And I, and, I would
1: like
2: and... to elaborate on the method of electrocution. Sorry
1: to interrupt you.
0: Oh, no, please go ahead. I must... He, like, he punches
1: and, L- like, like Terry, like <laughs> like, moves out of the way of like an elevator, and he punches like the the thing that moves an elevator up and down, like the shaft of the elevator, and that just sends out for some reason an insane amount of, I don't know how much electricity is used (laughs) in an elevator, but that sends out an an insane amount of electricity. An incredible. An incredible amount. But, this does not electrocute Willy himself, it just electrocutes the golem, so yeah, it doesn't make any sense why it would, but it does electrocute Willy, even though he's standing like like, football field away. Somehow,
2: through the signal, the electricity has traveled.
0: I have a theory, and this is gonna... Do you mind if I kind of cut the spoiling the end of the episode? Because I want to talk about a quick theory I have. So, it is revealed, because this is the DC Universe, Willie has become a metahuman by the end of this episode, and can now just control technology with his mind, which is... And then his powers evolve later on, but for now, that's what he can do. I'm gonna say he might have already been meta, which is why he reacted so severely to getting the to the golem getting electrocuted, because it can just sometimes happen naturally.
2: Okay, I you know what I actually do that is a good theory. I I had also created some some sort of theory on how um this entire thing took place uh from from the moment well explaining how uh the control mechanism actually works to how his uh metagene might have might have been activated um i think that maybe what it might be is the is the control mechanism relays the nervous signals sent from the brain um to the robot to the robot uh, so, when the signal is being sent out from the brain, it's being sent two places. First, to the human body, and second, an exact copy to um, the robot. So, having it connected to the nervous system, and here's my one, like, fault with, with this theory, is that it's not physically connected to him in any which way. It is It is a headset that is placed like a halo around his head. Yeah,
1: it's like a VR headset like, that you see today. It does not actually plug into
0: his brain in any way. Yeah, it uses scanners, probably.
2: Yeah, but what I was going to say was, instead of actual electricity, what we were seeing was the effect of like a feedback loop sent back through his nervous system.
0: Okay, I like that.
2: Um, And that would have... Effectively triggered some sort of, um, you know, reaction to his metagene.
0: Can I go on a quick little tangent of something I think is very funny? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, please.
0: So, Willie gets thrown because he goes to a dance at the pier at one point. We didn't explain the plot well, but you go watch the episode if you want to know. Yep. They, they hey, go into the gets. dance, dance with.
1: with- with with the girl, with the girl, yeah, from he, the with start. the girl, the girl, girl has invited in. him to spite Nelson Nash, not because she actually is uh, interested in Willie. She has invited Willie to the dance, but she doesn't. No, she doesn't really want him to be there, so he's no. kind of not having a good time.
0: Yes, thank you. And so Nelson, Nelson Nash, American icon, grabs Willie and throws him into the like the Gotham River, at which point. He climbs back out. He summons the golem then to do battle with Notion Nash, and Batman. But, unfortunate. well when he like gets out, he's he's all wet and stuff, and and like w- everyone like laughs at him. But there's one guy. One extra... <laughs> I know this is the exact guy. I know this is the
1: exact <laughs> no, guy.
0: The exact no, line. It, no, you. I don't think you do. Because oh, maybe I, I'm he, goes, of he a... goes. He goes. He goes. It's Willy and he, instead of making fun of him he sounds genuinely actually happy to see him. Oh, oh, I thought you were like, talking oh, about the I know, Willy I know guy. I, you guys can talk about it, but what okay. I was talking about is he climbs out and one guy goes, "It's Willy!" like really excited. Hey,
1: my, fr- hey, my friend Hey, my friend Willy. <laughs> I think we could spend hours talking about the things that the background characters say <laughs> when Willie emerges because they are all golden. I I just I noted down the line the very long line of one guy talking, um, and I'd like to read it out. Uh, this guy I I won't be able to do his voice perfectly, but imagine like a frat boy like type voice. And I am doing rolling
0: it. Rolling. I'm doing I, it. In I, my I head. just I,
1: I I just I I'll read out the entirety of what he says. Ha ha ha! Wah wah ha, ha ha! He's all wet. Look at him! Wah ha ha, ha, ha ha! Look, he's all wet. Ha ha, ha ha! What a nerd! What a what a monologue. <laughs> he says he's all wet twice, and he <laughs> and this is the same guy, like just going. What a nerd! Ha ha ha! ha. And he doesn't really laugh. He says ha ha ha, like
2: he <laughs> <laughs> <He's> <laughs> he says you... he says it phonetically. <laughs> Just, yeah, basically ha ha he ha ha says ha-ha-ha. <laughs> ha.
0: <laughs> yeah. Quentin? Yep. Would you like to tell us about a background character or background line that really stood out to you this episode?
2: Oh, um, well, there's so many. Uh, I think the standout for me has to be Wet Willie, uh, which is a joke I think that they were setting <laughs> up the entire time. Um, I actually think <laughs> It's the entire, why he was
0: named Willie.
2: Yeah, the entire basis for the episode... Um, Came from one one-liner. Uh, or, or a thought, what if we had a character named Willy, like Wet Willy? And then they were like, great. And then um, it was also Hanukkah. And they were like, but what what, what could we use? What gimmick? And they said, oh, a, a, a golem. And they were like, well, how'd you get that? Uh, and this is something I will go into, or I was planning to go into later, is the fact that they are, are clearly drawing a parallel to the original Jewish myth of the golem um with with this episode and would you
0: care to go more into that
2: <laughs> yes i would yes i would um so initially in the myth of the golem uh the golem was a clay man uh built by a rabbi uh because the jewish people were under um, they Well, they were uh, constantly being attacked and treated unfairly by the uh, majority of the Christian um, community in the city that they were currently in. So, uh, what he did was he built this big clay golem and imbued it with life, um, putting a symbol on its forehead. Eventually this golem became a, a almost superhero-like figure um, who defended the Jewish people until eventually um, the Christians cut a deal with um, the Jewish people and they, and they deactivated the golem because it went on a rampage and killed everyone. Uh, or killed, killed a majority of people. Not, no, no Jewish people, though. Just Christians. As ah. it was programmed to do. So my so. my case for it being a parallel to this was: we clearly have the weak underdog, Willie here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we have we have the oppressive figure,
0: Nelson, Nelson Nash. Nash. Nelson Nash.
2: Uh, correct. Now I am. I am saying with the the most certainty and i am i haven't looked it up yet but i am going to in a second that it is a in an, an attempted parallel to this original myth i i totally buy it so so
1: in in this in this version of the myth, both the, the Jewish community and the Christians are portrayed quite unflatteringly in the characters of Lily and Nelson. Oh
0: <laughs> very, much. The, very <laughs> much. Yeah. That's that, true, but I feel I don't think it's a retelling. I do think it's just an homage.
1: Homage. That's interesting. I I didn't wasn't familiar with the story, so
0: So um I don't have much else to say on this episode. Besides talking about like the funny intro and the great animation, but I feel like we could save that for a Batman Beyond episode.
1: I think we might as well talk about how the episode resolves. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. So so, Willie's dad teleports. Like he had been out of the like the episode for like ten minutes, and then just walks on screen to talk to Willie. Dance
1: for some reason. He he. I assume he was chasing his golem around, like he's trying to. Because this is his golem that. Oh Willy yeah, stole that Willie without stole. His knowledge, yeah.
0: How did he do that? Because one of the guys is like, is like, like I. It was, like, I, it was here shit. when I was on my break. How did Willie sneak it away?
1: That's a good question. It's not really clear how Willie stole such a large piece of technology without anyone really noticing, um, or figuring out it was him until
2: the very end. Okay. Look I want you to look at Willie for
0: a second. I want you to look at that man. He looks like like a baby Hugo Strange.
2: Yeah. You're telling me that man didn't have a phase, phase where he learned the mystic arts of magic? <laughs> he studied the blade. He studied the blade, but instead he He, he, he... fucking <laughs> would! <laughs> No, but I'm saying he pulled off a little bit of smoke and mirrors with actual probably just mirrors, but um m- maybe caused it to uh, disappearing disappearing elephant, except a little bit a little bit larger scale.
1: Maybe this is where his metagene first kicked in actually it was before the electrocution event somehow allowed it to make it easier for him to steal the the gold. Yeah, he actually
0: has two powers, his other one is making things invisible.
2: But technology specifically, yeah. Tech, tech, oh, shade. And,
1: and if we could uh, conclude on, on the subject of Willie's dad, uh, after Terry defeats Willie in in a in an epic battle at the school dance on this like rafter building type place, which is actually was now that here. I think about. No, but they they're now they're up high like um.
0: Oh yeah, they walk up to a building.
1: But, yeah, that, that yeah, was which being is sub- constructed actually reminiscent of this of the one that they fight on in detective comics 38
2: i made that Very connection true. as
1: well i i did um, I, I did. I
2: did um
1: but <laughs> willie is like being taken away by the fleet at the end or terry says like you better talk to him now because he's not you're not gonna see him for a while and enter and, and, and willie's dad goes oh my gosh. guess that means he ain't no wuss anymore yeah <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> optimistic way to look at it,
2: and the smile slowly disappears from his face as he gets <laughs> no recognition from Terry. He's just like, I can see all at once he realizes that he's a shitty dad.
0: Yeah, you can see the second it happens.
1: I... Yeah, and also out of a plot contrivance, Willie's dad can't swim, so Terry has to save him. I just thought that was <laughs> Okay, boys.
0: Yep. The audience has to go easy on us because it is our first episode. We did forget to do this very important task for the first one. And we need to do it now as well.
2: Well, I was thinking... I was thinking that that, that might have come at c- come at the end. Maybe maybe for uh, right right now uh, that we'll we'll try out the formula a little bit. I'm trying to cover I'm trying to cover our ass up here. Will. I'm just, I don't we made a big fucking mistake. I'm yeah trying I know to... I
0: noticed like ten <laughs> minutes ago and have been like secretly panicking about it. I know I've I I've been even, thinking about it this entire time, time too.
2: <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> well you could take it you could take it away for us.
0: Okay, so should let's let's do this one first because we're right here we can do this clean. Yep. Batman Beyond Season One Episode Four: Golem. Uh, I'll start. Then Jack. Then Quentin. Let's go in a circle. Is it Schwei or Schwarbage? Oh no, we forgot. Oh, I, no. <laughs> it, okay, I think this episode, it's Schwei. It's it's great. It's a blast.
1: Jack? Yes, this this is a Shui episode. It's very entertaining. It's a good. It's kind of it's kind of a Monster of the Week type episode because Terry doesn't get a lot of development. Hmm. Uh, it, it's. Actually Terry's girlfriend gets gets the most development out of any non Willy uh character in my So opinion. it is but now It is a very fun it, episode.
0: It is now officially Shue. it's gotten the majority. Quentin, is this unanimously Shway?
2: Uh oh. Um Guys, I'm gonna have to be clear with you here. I I'm voting Schwarbage. Really? Elaborate. I, yeah, please. Now, here's where the um, sort of faults uh, that we're already poking in our sort of very aggressively one side or the other system here. (laughs) Yeah, there is no middle option. It's a binary. (laughs) Because I I think that if there was a middle option, I would pick it. I don't think that this episode does anything egregiously bad, but I would make the case that none of the characters introduced are even remotely likable. There is not mm-hmm. one single moment where I felt for. I, like, I hated, hated these guys so much. The girlfriend was garbage. Yes, all of these garbage? people are awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Nash, oh yeah. Willie, Blade,
1: I believe her name was. Yeah, her name is Blade. Yeah. I all of thi- them just do mean things
2: in all the time in this episode. And Blade was, like, the perfect mixture of, like, being... She, she was such a nothing character because she wanted to get with the one guy, but she didn't want to get with the one guy, but she wanted to be with Willy to make him jealous, but she didn't want to be around Willy all too much. But the one guy was sort of, like, an awful... The The motivation for that was the guy was, like, an awful prick to her when she was about to die so her motivation for wanting to get back with him makes absolutely no sense beyond that's fair that again i don't think that we get any sort of development of of terry i think it actually takes his character development back a couple of notches um and makes him into some sort of like one note as as you sort of went over sort of f- fucking just
1: he's just a he he's just a he's just a a good guy in this episode. He never you just he just he's
2: just a, a pretty generic hero I get character in this episode, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Gary? I think that what would have really made this episode work for me is if they'd added a scene maybe somewhere during the part um where uh, willie is introduced where we sort of see terry go to because it, it is unanimously every single person goes to rag on him except for maybe that one background guy um, <laughs> willie? It's willie! It's willie! but maybe just like his gut instinct is to sort of like make fun of this guy but then he sees and i keep forgetting his name Nelson Nash, Nelson Nash, American Jesus. icon. Then he sees Nash sort of going a little bit too far and ragging on him a bit. So so then he's more like, "Uh oh, no, stop it." I think that sort of approach would have been a lot more Terry to me. So, yeah.
0: Using okay. yeah, our, our
2: terribly aggressive system, I'm going to have to give this a swarbidge.
0: I think that's fine cuz that means overall it is mixed which is your actual opinion on it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone this, had to say
1: I I think it's fair we don't give it a so unanimous it's not the yeah. best beyond the episode. <laughs> no.
0: Okay, so now that we've done that, let's travel back in time roughly 30 minutes, 25 whatever. Detective Comics 38. J- J- Jack first, then Quentin, then me, Shwear Schwarbage
1: uh this this one is hard to judge because i judging it on modern standards it is not a great piece of art like it's as we said the art is not very good the uh it's it has a kind of problem that i feel like a lot of old comics have which is just being too wordy sometimes for no real reason at all just being very text heavy when the text doesn't actually contribute anything um I don't know if that's just a me thing or if if that's a, or if you guys agree. Uh, no, no but absolutely. I, I, You're right. Yeah, but I, I, I do think that um, I do think that the circus. I th- think it's a good origin story for a sidekick. I think that the circus origin for Dick Grayson has a lot of good legacy, and I appreciate I appreciate that. But I'm just gonna say it's Schwarzig because it, it's it's not that great, but it is. A, I do like what it sets up for.
2: Okay, okay, Quentin. I am going to have to acknowledge that this is a layered cake that we're working with here. Um, I'd say that the art is pretty shwarbage. Um I would say that the story presented here is shway. Okay. I'd have to say that some Thank of you. the scenes are incredibly Schwarbich. Yes. Just, just the just like how they are balanced. Um, and some of the fight scenes go on for, uh, too long or they're too short or some of the dialogue is, you know, I'd have to say that the one liners though, that's some shway shit (laughs) here. Have a table to play with. (laughs) is a fucking banger. So I'm going to have to give this a shway, um, completely carried by the, by the one liner lines in this, um in this comic uh how about you will deliver the verdict
0: so it's it's up to me well after long long consideration it's Schwarbitch, it's not good <laughs> <laughs> it's the pacing is wacky like i did not even know dick grayson had parents until after they died batman throws so many tables so easily the, they kill so many people. <laughs> I can <laughs> see why it stuck around because it's it, There is good to it, and I love Robin. I love Dick Grayson. It's great. This is it's ridiculous though. This story is just a bunch of like nonsense happening. Why was Dick Grayson a paper boy for like three pages? He has happening. It, had this to story You don't <laughs> understand. Well, there's a very no, important. we, it's we established comic. Batman already knew it was Tony Zuko.
2: Yeah, Why he did he, he to, do it? He had to know when the next big gig was happening. Shakedown was going to be Who
0: cares? <laughs> Just go get him.
2: Or kill him, apparently.
0: Yeah, which you are totally down with doing. You ended up killing him anyway. He got the electric chair. Exactly. Just walk in and kill him.
2: It would be funny if that's what he, what he was expecting the entire time, and then he got an entirely different execution method used on him. <laughs>
0: Okay. So we have we have finished our show. We have finished our comic. Yep. Quentin, tell us what you wanted us to talk about. So I think
2: that Batman being like a, a series and uh, of of comics and shows, just just like an icon, um, for all of these years, uh, referenced in other media that it has nothing to do with, um. There are some tropes that have stuck around, um, just sort of pertaining to several uh, different things that I think specifically can be and should be done away
0: with. Let's hear it. So I have prepared one. I don't know how many, Quentin, you had in mind.
2: I'm just sort of but, riffing here, but I got a couple in mind, yeah.
0: Okay, Uh, so you have a couple. I only have one. I don't know. Jack, do you have any? Uh, I, I'm just prepared to uh, listen okay. to what you all have. Quentin, you start us off with one. I'll give another one. Then you give us a final one.
2: Okay. So. I think... I think that the entire Bruce Wayne is not allowed to have any fun outside, our, or just just like, I think that it is something that has been on and off over the years. But I, the stories in which Bruce Wayne can just go out and sort of be Bruce Wayne, and not have it be clearly a forced farce like i think the michael keaton batman where he's a little bit jokey um yeah and like that is it's like my perfect that is the perfect mixture of bruce and bat um but i think that there are just some versions where where he just cannot like i fuck i'm forgetting the character or the actor's name um but... Ben Affleck. Yes, Ben Affleck. For sure. Yes. So the Ben Affleck Batman... um, Because he's just Batman. That is it. He goes out of the Batcave. He is Bruce Wayne. But it's clearly business. We just... We never get enough palpable... Like... They might as well be the same character. Is what I'm saying. He is Batman
0: 24-7. Yeah, there's there's no Bruce Wayne. I, I think that's also... To play Ben Affleck's advocate, he is also, like, basically not a single scene is dedicated to him in any of the movies he's been in. It's a, it's like, even in Batman vs. Superman, that's just a Superman movie where Batman showed up occasionally.
2: Okay, devil's advocate before you devil's advocate. They have that entire scene in the crypt? Or wherever it took place, I think it was a crypt. I haven't seen this movie in a while.
0: But I don't remember this. Is this I'm go- is this extended I- feature or is this just a thing I forgot because that movie was bad?
2: Probably a thing that you forgot because, because the movie is bad because the setting doesn't matter. You're going to remember the line. Um, it's just one continuous shouted word. Um a name actually. <laughs> Uh, okay, Mar- okay.
0: you're you <laughs> right, you're right This is about the
1: one part of this movie
0: I'm familiar with <laughs> Okay, we've gotten off topic Yeah. Batman should be allowed to have fun Look at him yes. in The Batman Only one season <laughs> of that show is good he balls, and also, he
2: balls in that show Yeah.
0: It also happens to be the only season where he constantly watches and plays basketball And that was that- like his personality
2: I think that was such a cool thing to add to his character
0: yeah, he's a sportsman. He's a sports master. He's a sports master.
2: I also think that his—I don't think that a lot of romantic relationships are handled very well. I do like his his relationship with Vicky Vale in that um, in yeah, that, and that, in that, and that show, yeah, yeah. That may very may may very good casual dating relationship. Um, so I
0: I that is okay. This is you have just awakened in me a fire which is that i don't like batman i mean this is just like nerd ship shit (laughs) i don't like batman (laughs) (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't like i don't like batman dating supervillains. i feel like catwoman doesn't work like catwoman works better in modern where she's basically just a hero now but i don't think talia works at all i don't know this is very opinionated but yeah
2: I think Talia is different because it's a whole, I can fix you thing because she is very but clearly, Kenny, though. she's very clearly under the influence of her father. I think that she works so well on um, their on and off relationship works so well because she won't because he never will because that's who she is in the way that she was raised. It's not something yeah, that he can change. Yeah, she's also a
0: terrorist Well, yeah, and has killed plenty of people. Lots of them.
2: Well, so
1: is Batman if we take Detective Comics 38 into...
0: <laughs> Fair point. I've been out-arguing. <laughs> that is that is true. I'll just I'll just take my opinion and put it in the trash over here.
2: I mean, that's... But that's like saying, he shouldn't have taken Damien in. He's a terrorist.
0: I, I... Yeah, but that's a child. That's not an adult making their own bad decisions. That's a child. Well, again,
2: that's my point, is that I think that Damien is sort of how bruce or batman sees talia as someone who can be taught a better way of doing things
0: hey quentin yeah i just want to make sure you know this because we are we are planning on doing this more you do know bruce and batman are the same person you don't have to say both oh yeah wait really yeah, I I know that it wasn't him in Batman Beyond, but that's because Terry replaced him in that show.
1: And yeah, no, Bruce is not Batman; he's the old guy who tells Terry what to do. I don't know. Yeah, I was about, about, about to that.
0: say he's the he's the old <laughs> guy in the Batcave. Yeah, but you guys know that's that's afterwards, right? Wait, what the bo- the before times?
2: Yeah. No, that was that was Terry McGinnis in Detective Comics thirty eight, wasn't
0: it? I I don't think so. I could be wrong. I'm not Wikipedia.
2: Okay, not Wikipedia.
1: Well, we'll trust you on this one, but
2: <laughs> do your own research. Yeah. Um Jack, do you, have you have you found have you found anything in your in your soul that you I could like see done away with? Well, I think um
1: yeah, I think there's there's so many like parts of, there's so many aspects to Batman. Like you talk about the The Bruce Wayne, like, is he, like, having fun, and then the romance, and then it it just makes me realize how impossible it is to, like, fit all of this into a single story. Like, there's no story that's going to have, like, a good romance with Batman, like, a good, like, Bruce Wayne, like, good Bruce Wayne, good detective work, good action, like, it, it there's just so like they, there's so much accumulation with the character, and I think that that's good. That's what makes it interesting because you get to see a lot of different takes. Yeah, you get to um, pick and choose what you like. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So I think that's cool. I think uh, I think it gives writers a lot of freedom to, like. Would you call make... it Shway? I would. Ca- I would call. It, what what Shway? The <laughs> just the, the character of Batman. Would I call it Shway? <laughs> yeah.
2: Would we give the franchise Batman a shway or a shwarbage? (laughs) No, you're
0: going to spoil our final episode. That will be our Xena.
1: (laughs) Alright, guys. We're coming back after just having read every comic, watched every movie, (laughs) (laughs) watched every show. Honestly,
0: if we had to do that, it might be Schwarbage. Having to do all of it.
2: Our lives have been artificially prolonged by 80 (laughs) years so that we can absorb (laughs) all of the Batman... um, we, I have a now... trope
0: I would like to discuss. Oh? It is a controversial one, which is why I'm interrupting you and in being loud. Okay. You guys ready? Deep yep. breaths, deep breaths.
1: I'm,
0: I think I'm, I am. I'm breathing. Batman's not the world's greatest detective. <laughs> he should, at least he shouldn't be.
2: No, you're... A, yeah,
1: no, yeah, you're right. He usually is not. Yeah,
0: because yeah, cause think about it. In lore, like, other DC characters are smarter than him and even if you want to exclude people like brainiac for being like aliens i think i like i guess he doesn't hold the title detective but re, like but like like lex Luthor's very smart i think like mr terrific is very smart that's that's
2: that is that is true i think that also
0: the- uh, one one more thing then i'll let no, you yeah. guys take off with this like that was Tim Drake's thing for a while. The it's not anymore because writers don't know what to do with Tim Drake, but he was supposed to be like the successor to Batman because he was just as, if not more, smart. And it was set up like he was going to become the world's greatest detective. Even Rachel Ghoul, like said, "Hey, you're smarter than Batman. You're the detective." And now that's just not a thing anymore because like the writers didn't want to take that away from Batman, and now they don't know what to do with Tim Drake.
2: And that, that sucks. Like that. Yeah,
0: I, Tim Drake's my favorite Robin.
2: Yeah. I, I got, again, following that, you actually mentioned it. The only person I think I can remember in recent memory, acknowledging Batman as any sort of detective, uh, is when Ra's al Ghul lovingly, uh, acknowledges him as such
0: yeah, when, it's, it's mostly just him, honestly. Yeah, really.
2: Nobody else. Nobody else.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I, I think you have a strong point here, Well, I think most Batman stories are not detective stories. As as someone who is a fan of detective stories, I I would like to see more Batman uh detective type things like that are more about him solving something than trying to stop something or just fighting someone. But you're definitely right. Um, I think you you talk about how he is, there are definitely characters in DC who are more capable detectives, but I think if you were, if you were to give someone a one sentence summary of Batman, like just who had had come from an alien planet and never heard of Batman, you don't even need to say that he is a detective, honestly, because Mm -hmm. usually he doesn't, he doesn't do anything detective work, Uh, and sometimes like what is classified as detective work is not is just like something that's like technological like he puts something in the bat computer and that does it for detective him. vision
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly this, so the, like the actual interesting part of detective stories is like usually like interrogation or or clue or clue, like piecing things together the logical uh part and he i doesn't... think uh, a lot of few batman stories have that part of the uh have that part of the detective Genre, even that then that, that makes it compelling.
2: I mean, and I would say that he does a lot more interrogating than he does puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. And
1: his interrogations aren't like they're not like uh they're not like real. It's the, his interrogations are I'm dangling you over a roof. Tell me what you know. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's not where he has to cleverly outsmart the person into giving information. You know, like. It's it's a it's a forceful method, which is fine. I think, you know, if works it works, the it, story. yeah. If if yeah, if that's like like don't have him do something that wouldn't make sense. But do do you uh, ever yeah.
2: think that he is so because because like of course he he gave himself that title for a reason. Um,
0: I I think I think in maybe not in current continuity, but I think for a while. Rachel Gould did give him that title, and then it just kind of stuck.
2: Okay, so, and now here's what I will here's what I will say. Do you think he ever gets a little bit? He he misses he misses the mystery solving. So when he when he goes to fight Riddler, he, or Riddler commits another commits another wacky crime, he's like, oh wow, I get to dust off the old.
0: The old detective skills. The
2: old detective skills. I get to pull I think out he's today.
0: ecstatic whenever Clue Master does a crime. Oh
2: my <laughs> god! Whenever Clue Master breaks
1: it out. See, I really love uh, detective stories involving Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. Uh...
0: Long, long Halloween. Yep. Is so good. That's a detective awesome. story. It's a very yes. good one too. It is. I like that one.
1: Um But also the length of time it takes Batman to solve it proves that he is not the world's greatest well, detective. The idea is
0: like that's how he became the world because it's yeah, like his first a, first his time he was early. a detective.
2: Oh oh wow. Something has just popped up in my so, newsfeed.
1: I think I guess the uh Hold on
0: hold on Jack. Oh yes. Quinton. Go ahead, Quinn. What
2: what is this what is this Batman Dungan Rompa crossover?
0: What on no you are lying. Uh, <laughs> What? What? (laughs) Oh
2: my! Oh my God! The mystery-solving fun has has begun, featuring Terry McGinnis. Mm. Yes, Terry. And
1: is Terry
0: a a detective? Quentin. (laughs) Terry McGinnis is. I'm editing this out. I don't remember which of us agreed to edit this one. I'm. We're we're (laughs) editing editing this out.
2: yeah um that's that's crazy guys uh, okay
0: so so is that all we wanted to talk about
2: uh i th- i think i think that's it
0: okay so just around one last time start with me go jack then quentin uh shway Dangan Ramba, batman beyond crossfire <laughs> uh who's starting? i'm starting shway as a man who's only ever played Danganronpa 1 and didn't like it, I think that would be great. Shway. Uh,
1: I've, I'm down for any uh, any uh, Batman Beyond-related media, uh, so I'm going to say Shway as well. I just I I, I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see Terry get involved with these wacky characters. Uh, how how will he react? Is Willy Watt in the game? I feel like Willy Watt he is has actually a good the- fit. Willy, Willy is in the
2: game. Ah, uh, yes, he's one of the two feature characters. Yeah, that's Schwartz. I'm having a Victor Frankenstein-like moment, uh, where I am terrified of my own creation, um, and I have to say Schwarbage as I look and recoil at at the monster sitting on the I bed.
1: You. Can you give a? Can you say that Schwarbage again in the same
2: tone? I think Schwarbage. Be... Okay. Yep, that's an isolated voice clip. Uh, take it with you on your way out. It'll we'll be yeah. in a little goodie bag. We're
1: gonna we're um, we're gonna put that on a soundboard for every episode from now on. I did I did a very
0: funny and good intro. Should I improv an outro as well, or should we just end the end it? End it do um, an outro.
2: I think I think okay. we could let it. Okay. Uh, Peter, Peter, off. Do you do
0: want to? Do you guys want to take? I did the intro. Do one of you guys want to take a crack at the outro, or should am I the intro outro guy?
2: No, that's all Jack. Actually, I I think Jack. You want to give a. You want to give an alliteration. Say say goodbye to the folks at home. Alright
1: Uh. Uh. I. Oh. I am Shway. I am Swarbage I'm Batman. Thank you for listening. What do you guys think of that one? (laughs) I really
0: liked it. That was
1: beautiful. (laughs)